Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about four different types of freedom time, financial, location, health freedom. And in that light, I'm always interviewing physicians, entrepreneurs, people on the cutting edge, sharing their messages and leaving you with words of inspiration and encouragement. So today we have a good friend and colleague, uh, Dr. Pranay Parikh. And he's actually um, co-founder of Passive Income MD, also co-founder of ASEN Equity. And he also has a, a podcast host of from MD to entrepreneur. So he's very successful, very business. He's also a practicing physician. So today we're going to talk about transitioning out of your day job, work-life balance, strategic partnerships, and it's going to be a fantastic discussion. So I'll welcome him to the show. Pranay, welcome. Hey, thanks, Chris. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, no, uh, you know, we we've known each other for almost three years now, and um, you know, and we you know we've collaborated together. So, um, tell us more about you know what you're doing for the audience, and we'll go from there. Yeah, so a uh, couple of different things that I'm doing. Uh, Peter and I uh, co-founded along with uh, Myth Ascent uh, Equity Group, and um, so to to take a step back, uh, Peter and I, Peter Kim, that is. Um, we created a course to teach people about syndications, you know, and now people know what they are, but, you know, back about four years ago, there wasn't much information out there about it, you know? Uh, and I know people come to you to get coaching because exactly, they don't know where to go, who to talk to and to find vetted sponsors. Right. So we created this course, um, for people that want to do more, do it yourself, uh, and then we thought we were done, right? Uh, we taught people how to do it, uh, but a lot of people would come to us and say, hey, you know, now that we know how to do it, we're too busy, you know? And uh, you guys, as in Peter and I, are already investing in deals. Why don't we all just come together and maybe we'll get better deals and better terms? So that that's how Ascent Equity Group started. We first took a small piece of very large deals and we would negotiate and get better terms. But now we're able to take down whole deals ourselves. Yeah, and uh, it's fascinating because you know you've you've grown a very vibrant physician community. You know you have your core, you have your conference too, um, which uh, is is every year, and uh, so it's great to see you know um, building a community, giving back. Um, so you know today, um, you know we'll talk about first thing is like the main this idea of transitioning out of your day job. Um, 
why do anything outside of your day job? I think for me, I was actually always interested in a ton of stuff, you know, I, and it's funny because before you get into medicine, they want you to be well-rounded, right? Do have all these <laughs> hobbies and do all this stuff, but medical school and residency kind of beat it out of you, right? So for me, you know, I, I was always enjoying, uh, I remember walking into the halls uh, in my residency and seeing a bunch of art in the walls. And so I talked to my program director, I was like, hey, who gets to decide what kind of art goes on the walls? Can I be part of that committee? And my program director was like, ah, don't you want to do fellowship? Like, why are you getting distracted? Uh, that's probably why I didn't get into fellowship. But I was super interested in all this stuff. So after I became an attending, I just kind of followed what I was interested in. I, I did some teaching at USC, University of Southern California, worked with Peter and all this stuff. And then the money came eventually. And, uh, you know, a lot of people think that uh, you have a binary decision. You're either hundred percent in medicine or you're zero percent, you know? And I think there's such a big spectrum and that's actually what I kind of teach people. You know, my podcast is from MD to entrepreneur, but it's not go leave medicine, you know, <laughs> for some people that'll be the right answer. But I think for most people, they'll cut down their shifts to a certain amount and that'll be sustainable. And that's my goal to make people to give people the chance to work in medicine for a while because we're having this epidemic of burnout and it's causing people to leave medicine early mm -hmm. and you know we need a lot of doctors and most of the time it's the really experienced doctors that are leaving yeah which you know brings us the question especially you know after 2020 you know wake up call for the entire world um Tell us uh, this idea of like doctors needing side hustles. There's this very fine balance. Tell us more. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, it isn't necessarily a side hustle. It's something else other than clinical um, that is going, that's making you money. So, for example, you know, um, regardless of say you're in interventional radiology and you're making a million dollars an hour, <laughs> but it's, it's still an hour of your time, right? It's an hour away from your family, an hour. So uh, there's also, uh, I'll talk about side hustles in a second, but there's also something called the intro where you're uh, almost like an entrepreneur, but inside your business. So for example, uh, at my hospitalist group, I'm a director of education and that wasn't a position that was created before I got it, but they saw all the educational content and videos that I was making outside of the group. And they were like, hey, could you do that for us? I was like, sure, you know? <laughs> um, and I get, I, I show, I did some, right. I did some for free and I was like, yeah, if you guys like this, I can do more of this, but I need to sacrifice some of my clinical time. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, they made it worth it, you know, and now I'm looking to do that further in my clinical job. So work less clinical and it's almost like an administrative job, you know, but uh, I get to do something I'm passionate about and, uh, I don't really have to talk to, you know, administrator. It's kind of yeah. nice, but that started because I showed them that I was doing something on the side that they wanted, you know? Uh, and so uh, I actually just had a conversation with one of our administrative fellows yesterday and she's like, okay, I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. um, start with what you like, right? Uh, and uh, people always like, how am I going to make money from that? That's okay. Don't worry about that. That's going to, that will come eventually. If you do the right thing for long enough for the right people, the money will come, you know? So we we didn't get paid for the longest time when we did any of our stuff, but yeah. you know, now we do. And it's, it's a good living. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, so interesting because especially for physicians, the main limiting factor is time. Um, you know, 
either you see more patients or you bill more or you charge more or you so it's you know all this is time but if you build you know side income streams or different things that can lead to different opportunities so one another question is um this idea you know medicine we have this like like you're describing where they want you to be well-rounded before um and then now all of a sudden they want you to focus on just treating patients how do you do you feel that medicine prepared you for entrepreneur actually uh on kevin md uh, i have two articles one article is why doctors make bad entrepreneurs and i talk a lot about perfectionism being risk averse and then uh, another article that doctors make great entrepreneurs you know and i, I think they both of those are true. It just depends on what you choose to believe, right? And so think about it. Like we ha we went through residency and it was tough. You know, um, we naturally are leaders, right? Um, yeah. Think about codes and you're managing a literal dying patient and you're uh, telling the nurse what to do, the RT. Potentially you're doing a procedure at the same time. You know, so we are natural leaders. We can manage teams. Uh, we are uh, super persistent, right, uh, and perseverance. So I, I think we, a lot of the skills that we learned through FIRE of residency and medical school make us good entrepreneurs. It's just a lot of believing in ourselves. You know, one thing I hear all the time is, I'm just a doctor. <laughs> you know, it, it, it kills me every time. It's just, it's it's that just, right? You're a doctor. Like, you've been, you're probably the most intelligent person most educated in a room, but you've also been through and shown that you can handle pretty much anything. Yeah. And, and one, that's another reason why, you know, medical school need, needs to have like a entrepreneurship, maybe like an elective or, you know, business. One thing that I've really been impressed with. So you've, you, you know, you co-founded Passive Income MD, which is education and community, and then going into syndications. Um, tell us about strategic partnerships and scaling quickly. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, one small thing. Uh, so uh, I work for Passive Income MD, but not co-founded. I wish oh, I, I, I co-founded that one. Uh, but, you know, Peter had been creating it um, uh, for a couple of years, or he had created it a couple of years before I joined. And one of the reasons that I've been like, people are like, man, you came out of nowhere, you know? <laughs> uh, and it was like a year out of residency that I started going out into the, you know, I became quote unquote known in the world of uh physician finance and all this stuff and that's because i worked with someone like peter who had been building this uh company over time you know and i worked for free you know so he you know uh and the story how how i met him is uh i made about a year six months out of residency i was like okay now making pretty good money, you know, you're at least making like 10, 20,000 a month, right? Yeah. A lot of money for most people. So I'm making decent money. Now I need to decide on how to keep most of it, right? And to help it grow. So I made the decision. I'm like, okay, there's all these online groups. I'm going to decide to be more involved, you know, whatever that means. So I'm just going to make this decision. So uh, about a week later, someone posted in one of the Facebook groups, and it wasn't even Peter's group, that uh, if anyone lives in LA. So I posted, I was like, hey, I live in LA. I'll host an event. I'll pay for it. I'll clean up. Like, I just want to be involved. And Peter actually saw that and messaged me. And he's like, oh, you want to get on the phone? 
Uh, this was back before he was super famous. So. But our very first phone call was three and a half hours. We just like instantly connected. Uh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I have this Facebook group. It has 3,000 doctors in it. Do you want to help me grow it? I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I don't know what to, I've never grown a Facebook group, but I promise like, I'll try my best. And, you know, I helped it grow to 10,000 doctors before someone else took over. And, uh, you know, I didn't get paid for that, but I got, you know, I got exposure, right? But then he, I also showed that I'm willing to work and that we have a connection. And then we created the course, uh, which I got paid for. And now uh, an equity group, you know, we own $250 million worth of real estate in the past two years. So, you know, uh, a lot has grown from that one phone call and relationship. Yeah. What's, what is your, um, you, you talk about scaling quickly. What is the secret to, you know, scaling so quickly? Keep doing it, you know, failing often. So, uh, for the Facebook group, it was just, you know, I would post, I, I told Peter, like, I will post every day, you know, and the Facebook group was kind of dead at the time because Peter wasn't posting on it. And it was just, it was just persistence. You know, I would see what would work. Uh, and do more of that, and do less of what didn't work, but it was just showing up, you know, and then a couple people comment and the, the algorithm works, right? The algorithm, if it's, if you, it's this positive feedback loop, if you get some posts and some likes, then the post will be more likely to pop up in someone's Facebook feed and they'll be more likely to comment and vice versa. And it goes the other way too, you know? So it's just persistence and just Googling like what other people do, just doing some basic research. You know, that's the other thing about doctors. We're good at learning something in a short period, right? I mean, you had to learn, you had a six-week rotation of surgery and you had to learn everything you could about surgery, right? Or six weeks of OB-GYN. Uh, <laughs> and I remember before my OB-GYN rotation, someone said, this will be the last, if you're not going into OB-GYN, of course, this will be the last time you learn anything about OB. So I was like, oh, <laughs> shoot, I need to learn how to deliver a baby. You know, so like, man, I delivered tens of babies. It's, it's being able to, and, and you're studying, right. You're learning all of the theoretical stuff as well. Uh, so if you can learn a whole medical practice, you know, or a majority of it in six weeks, you could pretty much teach yourself anything. Yeah. Now we'll, uh, we have very, um, we'll, we'll transition the family. I know you have a, you know, um, uh, new book a new addition coming along the way. Um, family is the most important thing to you. So how do you balance that with all you have going on? Intention. And that's really the only thing. You got to schedule family time, right? And no sacrifice. And you, it, once you make that a rule, it, it's easy, right? So if you have a meeting and you got to go to a doctor's appointment, you cancel the meeting, right? And um, yeah, I'm in a position where that's more tenable, but you know, in the starting when uh, we didn't have any help with uh, our son, I would do all my Zoom calls with a baby in my hand, walking him <laughs> up and down, you know, to the point that if I ever do the Zoom call or meeting without the baby, people would ask where, where it was. I mean, these are these are like Zoom calls with like hundreds of people on it, uh, where I was one of the, the speakers, you know, but you yeah. know, it is what it is. And I, I, I distinctly remember in the beginning, you know, you're your son or daughter falls asleep in your your hands, you know, and uh, on your chest. It's, it's just a great feeling. You're laying down. You're like, man, this is the best thing in the world. Oxytocin <laughs> is going crazy, right? And then one day, just didn't like it anymore. And it was like month three. I was like, what? Already? Already? I wasn't prepared. No one told me it was go away this quick. 
you know so i i think you got to take the time and enjoy it right because it, it goes quick yeah i know because my, my nephew I, last time i checked you know he was like two years old and now he's like nine years old and he's like growing and um so that yeah it's like you have to really like cherish those time and those moments fantastic um discussion um you know one final question is um if you had to do everything again would you go to business school would you still you know become a doctor what would you do differently one of the hardest things to do is to get an audience and as a physician you have an audience of a ton of other physicians so i don't know if things would have changed you know i, I if i could do it again <laughs> i'd probably go into tech and be retired on a beach right now <laughs> like all the other people in tech but i, I think you know, I had I had a pretty roundabout journey. I didn't get into med school like that easily. I mm. didn't get into fellowship twice. You know, so you hear all these successes, but uh, mm. you know, I got like rank nine on my uh, or my uh, my match. Uh, but then I transferred into USC. Right? I, yeah, I got yeah. uh, uh, I got like a ninety nine percentile on my in service. You know, so oh, nice. uh, it kind of balanced out. Um, so a lot of the hits and setbacks that I took along the way, like it, you know, uh, I really would not change anything, even all the embarrassing parts, because mm -hmm. it got to me, it, it helped me. And sometimes I have to be like taken out back and uh, like uh, kind of slapped on the back side of the head by life to get some of these hard lessons, you know, kind of yeah. hard headed sometimes. But I, yeah. I needed all those to get to where I am. You know, I'm pretty happy with where I am. It would have been nice to uh, learn these lessons a couple of years earlier, you know. Uh, yeah. But what can you do, you know? Uh, and so pretty happy with where I am. And I, I think medicine is nice because I also like serving other doctors. And yeah, I don't think I'd be able to do that as well uh, if I wasn't a doctor. You know, there are some people that work with doctors and do great and help them. Mm -hmm. you don't have that shared background uh, and i think people are uh almost to a fault very trusting to other doctors you know we tell mm. people to hold us to a higher standard than they hold other people not a lower standard but yeah. uh you know uh, i actually did get a master's and thought it was kind of not that useful because uh i had been in business for a couple of years already and I, I had learned all that stuff the hard way yeah what's uh what's interesting you know very in inspiring story because you know you've like you've helped thousands i mean probably tens of thousands of doctors now through your communities your courses your education your outreach you know so you're doing great work and you're um you know you're finding strategic partners you're making a difference so you know you're and then one thing about medicine is it's almost like we're conditioned to have it's like a one-way track but then like real life is actually there's twists and turns you know detour kudos to you so how can people um find you on social media follow you um or contact you so my uh podcast is from md to entrepreneur you know i interview industry experts and talk about my journey in entrepreneurship uh, so people might like listening to that and then if they're interested in investing in real estate there's ascentequitygroup.com yeah and for all the listeners out there uh Pernay's resources will be in the links and show notes um like i said i've really enjoyed um knowing you over these last few years and and um you know hopefully we'll meet in person one day at the you know the passive income md conference so thanks so much and um thanks for coming on to the show thanks chris i really appreciate it 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week.